Good morning, gang. I'm here today with my man, Jamie. What's up, Jamie? Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, Ray? What What you got going for me today? Today, I uh, just wanted to talk a little bit about life struggles, but there's actually, it sounds bad, but it's actually good news that I have to bring. Oh, so, I could use this kind of news. Can't we all? So, um, I've been thinking about so many different things lately, but it all relates to the struggle of life. So sometimes I think that we're here in the physical plane to struggle, to actually experience the pain of struggle so that we'll grow as souls. And a lot of that is true when it comes to the physical laws of this dimension gravity and time and space and we're bound by the laws of this dimension and as technology and evolution progresses we become freer and freer from these laws so let's just take gravity for example as soon as humans were able to achieve flight like the birds out there we've now been able to conquer gravity. So that frees us. That's one more degree of freedom that we have to move around in the universe. And then of course, with space travel, we're able to leave the confines of the planet. That's another degree of freedom. And with the internet, Wi-Fi, wireless technology, we're able to free ourselves from the dimensions of time and space. So as you could see, we started out in the caves and not being free at all, being prisoners to predators out there and prisoners in the cave. And we're just basically trapped in a really confined space. But as evolution has progressed, we've been able to free ourselves from a lot of those dimensions. But there still is another dimension that most of humanity stays in, which is the mental prison, the mental prison. Mm -hmm. And the mental prison is one that you can't see. It's invisible. If you're walking down the street and you see someone, you can't tell if that person is free or enslaved by their own mind. So you would never know. And the mental prison is actually, in a lot of cases, worse than a physical prison. Because if you're in a mental prison, you could have physical freedom you actually could have physical materials. You could have riches and toys and fancy cars, private jets. But if you can't, if none of it has any meaning to you, if you can't be happy, basically, if you can't be content with things around you or in your own head, all those things don't matter. So the mental prison is the one that is the trickiest to free yourself from. So when it comes to the mental prison, there's so many subtle ways in which we get conditioned to actually become the gatekeepers of our own mental prison. And it all starts from birth in subtle ways. And that could just be the fact that you have to go to school. You've heard all this before. So I'm preaching to the choir, but what I mean I mean this in a slightly nuanced kind of way, whereas like 
I'm not talking about the education system. I'm talking about the subtleties of conditioning you to be in a mental prison, which is like you have to sit where they tell you to sit. You have to show up when they tell you to show up. In some cases, you have to wear what they tell you to wear. And then you have to pick from a menu of careers for what you want to do with your life, even though maybe none of those careers matches your purpose or matches your gift. You may have a unique gift. Your gift may not even be that unique, but it just doesn't fit into the mold of jobs that exist out there. And we're not really groomed to discover what our gifts are. I mean, they. I think to be fair that they, the system does try somewhat to, to give you a few different types of experiences in school. Like that's why they give you like a, they try to give you a well-rounded education so that hopefully you find your, your, your niche in those subjects. But the world's changing so rapidly and it doesn't seem like the uh, school system is really changing that rapidly with it. But basically by the time you reach adulthood, a lot of people, live in a, a mental prison, that's not so bad because the, the way it's designed with the eight-hour work shift and uh, the 40-hour work week and minimum wage and the way salaries are com computed, it's designed so that you're like a rat on a treadmill or a wheel and you're running as fast as you can to just barely get enough to keep you satiated, but you're still always having to stay on this treadmill and you can't get off. So that, that is not actually a state of freedom. If you had a real state of freedom, you wouldn't have to feel like you were on this treadmill all the time and you can't get off. So when it comes to, when it comes to, I was thinking about criminals actually. I was thinking about criminals because uh, you may have heard of this lady named Griselda Blanco, mm -hmm. uh, the Black Widow. She was the cocaine queen of the 80s, and she made over a billion dollars in cocaine. And it, was, and it just tripped me out because even from when she went to prison, she actually, it's a weird story, but she actually became free in the end. But while she was incarcerated, she was still running her operation and she was still making like $50 million a year from inside of her prison. So it makes you wonder like you have young people and you have middle-aged people that are still searching for their purpose in life and maybe not just their purpose in life, but money is actually the main thing that people worry about the most is just being able to survive. So I was thinking about the fact that there's so many different ways to gain financial freedom in a big way. And proof of, the, proof of it is, is criminals like Griselda Blanco. She was able to, how did she do it? And I, I mean, I, I don't think it's a good example because she killed a lot of people, like over 200 people. And it's not the lifestyle most people want to live, but it, she did it. And that's the point I want to make is that if you think bigger and actually in ridiculous ways, sometimes that actually you're actually correct in that your idea might actually work. So 
I was thinking about the fact that um, not just her, but people who pull off heists, like um, the dude from Catch Me If You Can. I forgot his, his name, but he was the guy that would disguise himself as an airline pilot and go out and fly for free. And the reason why he was able to do that is because he looked older than he really was when he was like 16. So he would just dress up and write fake checks, go into the bank and cash them. And he was able to do this because of his appearance. Like people thought that he looked the part, so he must be the part. And so what? So the point I'm trying to make here is that I, I believe that evolution, or if you want to call it involution, involution means when you incarnate into the physical realm and you in, then you incarnate back to the source after many reincarnations, that's involution. So if, if uh, your purpose here is to struggle, oh, the other thing I want to mention about the struggle is that it's actually good because um, we talk about manifesting and using visualization and your thoughts to manifest things that you want in your life. And in other dimensions, you actually can do that instantaneously. Manif like whatever you think, it will appear. But uh, in this dimension, it doesn't work as quick. And that's good because that's a safety valve. Because if you were able to manifest everything that you thought of all the time, it, think about days where you're having an off day and you have negative thoughts because everyone has off days, then you would manifest all that stuff and that wouldn't be good. So it's, it's a safety valve in this dimension that everything that we think of doesn't instantaneously happen, that you have to actually learn the art of it. So it's good that, that uh, things don't manifest instantaneously. So now, so let me get back to what I was just saying about the freedom and evolution is that the more degrees of freedom that you gain in your life, I think you eventually evolve back to the source and that's where you will encounter these higher dimensional beings. But you have to, obviously you, you cannot be trapped in one dimension to meet the beings in another dimension. So you have to, you have to free yourself. So it's about degrees of freedom and you feel the power and you feel the flow and creativity when you have, you, you access greater degrees of freedom. So let me talk about, um, life is not meant to be a struggle. See, this is the thing a lot of people, um, and I myself, cause like I said, I feel like there's been times where I feel like life is supposed to be a struggle. And, um, but, but that's not true. It's supposed to be a struggle only in the sense of the laws that you have to work around. But when it comes to the natural way things are supposed to be, things are supposed to be without struggle. If you look outside and you see all the, the lush forests and fruits that grow wild, you'll see that the universe's natural state is that of abundance. So, so um, when it comes to struggle, if you're feeling it, if you're trying to make a career switch, or if you're, you're chipping away at a career you've already chosen, and you just keep running into struggles 
then you're probably on the wrong path. And when I say struggles, I don't mean obstacles or barriers. That's going to happen no matter what. That happens when you leave the house to go somewhere. Traffic and accidents. That, those are obstacles. I'm not talking about that. When I say struggle, it's an internal sensation. It's an internal sensation where you feel that this is a struggle. You're having to force yourself to be motivated to do something. Whereas if you are on the correct path to your highest purpose and freedom, it's not going to feel like a struggle. It's going to feel like a flow. Everything will be flowing. Synchronicities will be increasing. Doors will open. That's how you know that you're on the right track. So you've been vlogging a lot lately, and I remember you told me that that it's something you really enjoy doing and that you've been having uh, really good success with that. So I would say keep doing that because it seems like you're, you've, you're experiencing flow mm -hmm. doing the vlogging thing. And so it's important too that um, people are aware of this is gonna this is gonna kind of take a small tangent, but it's important that people are aware of the story in their subconscious mind because we all think that we have free will, but we actually don't. And most of our decisions that are made are made by the subconscious mind and the story that's in the subconscious mind. So when um, when people when people have a certain story in their subconscious mind, the story wants to stay the same. And everything that happens in your life has to match the story in the subconscious mind. And you're not aware of this because everything that um, we think are products of our, our own decision-making happens in the conscious mind. And, um, but if you act, the only way to actually tell whether the things that are happening in your waking life are products of the conscious mind or the subconscious mind is if you look back into the past history. Because while you're in the moment, it's going to feel like you're making all these decisions. But if you look back at your track record, you could kind of see a pattern like, wow, everything seems to match my past record. So um, the, the trick to, to changing your life is to change your subconscious story. And, um, and the reason why I bring this up is because it's related to flow. You can't really change your subconscious story by force. You can't just like force yourself like, ah, oh, I'm changing. You have, to, you have to do it from a hypnotic state of mind. You have to actually go into a hypnosis to change your subconscious story. And, and it's a more subtle way of making life changes so the way i so that's the philosophy that that i'm supporting is that you should live your life in a flow state mm -hmm. and when things are, are too struggle you need to have the if things are too much struggle you, you got to have the intelligence to pull back and stop what you're doing and a change course and it may take you a lot of years to do this but it's something that you got to do. I think so, that, yes. 
I just want to add a little bit. I think that change of course is um, that pausing and changing course is um, a self-awareness of the path that you're on. And I think mm -hmm. the struggle is a lot of people don't even address that self-awareness. They're just running the programs like you're saying. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the struggle, right? Is like not pausing and, uh, sorry, I'm having a brain fart right now. No, it's all good. But self-awareness I think is the key. And I think the struggle is people not really living their purpose and not pausing to have that self-awareness. Totally. And it's not their fault because yeah. it's, it's like the subtle conditioning that's always going on all the time distracts us a lot of times from even being able to know who we are. And a lot of people are actually, the only difference between schizophrenic people and regular people is that schizophrenic people aren't aware of, or sorry, okay, everybody has multiple personalities. Like I'm not talk like I don't talk, I'm talking to you in this personality, but if I'm talking to my mom or some kid on the street or something, then um, I'm gonna have a different personality. But uh, the difference between that and schizophrenics is that schizophrenics don't aren't aware of the other personalities. Each personality is autonomous, whereas we know that we're being acting one way when we're talking to our parents and we're acting another way when we're talking to our friends. And so we're conditioned to not really discover our purpose because we're given a blueprint of, we're given a map of the universe that's really limited. So if you take, uh, there's studies done with fleas where uh, you take baby fleas and you put them into a box with a ceiling that's not very high and when the fleas jump, they'll hit their head on the ceiling. And you let them grow into adults, and then when you release them from the box, that's as high as they could jump, as high as the ceiling. And, but they could actually jump like 10 feet in the air. But in their minds, in their subconscious story, they only think they could jump as high as the ceiling because that's how they were raised. So it's the same thing with us. We're, we're given a model of the world that's super small. And it's like, do you want to be a, um, whatever the fuck it is. We're given a model that's like really small. So maybe your highest purpose is light years beyond what's available to you at that time. Maybe, because if you were born in the 80s, then look how much the world has changed. So by the time you reach the age of like 40 or so, you're going to be living in a world that's so different than when you were a kid in the 80s so maybe your highest purpose is something that doesn't even exist yet into the future and you're being prepared for that future so it's true a lot of uh, a lot of uh people find it hard to find their purpose and um but i just want to to uh we could continue this topic because it is such a huge topic we could talk about it for hours and I really would like to get into um, more about the subconscious mind and more about relationships because um, 
all of these things are in integral parts of the whole when it comes to mastering yourself, which in turn is mastering your destiny, which in turn is freedom, degrees of freedom. But um, I want to leave, the last message I want to leave is that like, is life is not supposed to be a struggle. It's supposed to be a flow. So if things, if you feel this internal struggle, then maybe you should, you should change course. And if you feel a flow and you're hitting a lot of synchronicities, you're on the right track. And that's, uh, that's the main point of what was on my mind for this morning. That's a great message, Jamie. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you for sharing. And we're going to get way more into it because we're back, dude. We're, we're, we're going we're we're, we're to be recording these things. It's awesome. Yeah, this is what it's all about. That's what it's all about. All right, man. Thanks for sharing. Thank you very much. And we'll talk again soon. Okay. Later. Bye.